Dragons and bells. Oh, like holiday bells? Yeah. It's time for Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, and technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to fail, to learn, and to listen to loud music. Hmm. Play some loud music. Play some, too. Right now? Uh, this is not that loud, but... Way to step up to the challenge. That was awesome. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and tonight with me is my punk partner. Who are you? Hi, I'm Rob Stenzinger. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about the holidays. Mm, really? Uh, yeah, holidays okay. are coming up. Nice. We're going we're gonna to kind of do an extended picks Kind of a gift-giving guide slash pick some of our favorite art and science things. Okay, sounds really fun. Um, so if you happen to be so inclined as to engage in the gift-giving aspect of the... Thanksgiving. Yeah, the the season of a bunch of holidays. I was trying to come up with a random holiday that wouldn't be a, one of the main ones. I'm Festivus. That's a classic... Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, Friendsgiving. We, ah, that's an awesome one, actually. I like Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. That's cool. Um, But yeah, we have uh, a variety of occasions where a lot of times it's kind of like, hey, this is a good time to celebrate, uh, to celebrate friends, family, and... Absolutely. Yourself. Or yourself. I'm sorry. I'm a huge fan of getting myself a gift i just am nothing wrong with that i've been known to wrap it you tend to know your tastes right i do tend to so it it helps yeah it helps to where it's like you don't have to be like oh thank you you know and be like yeah i'm not sure about just be like i rock at giving myself gifts exactly and then and you know i I met and uh pretty sure you're actually great at gift giving as well and not that I don't know. There's a lot of ways to take this. You can take this toward right. the, the, the charitable aspect. You can take this toward the, you know, giving to friends and others or yourself. Well, and I will say that through the holidays, and we've talked about this on other podcasts, and we'll talk about this, I think, one of our next podcasts we have mm. coming up, we'll talk about, um, we do have a very strong t- tradition in our lives of um, handmaking gifts and making sure we do handmade gifts and, mm-hmm. and creating things for those we love. And we do a lot of... Um, well, I think people know we, we make candles and we give out a lot of candles to people close mm-hmm. to us and um, we make other things for each other. And yeah. um, I think that's a really cool part of it. Um, but tonight, tonight we're going to talk about just other fun things that are out there, um, products, services, whatever it may be that we enjoy, that we love and um, that are kind of fun and might be good gift giving ideas. Great. And it's, yeah, it's, and as a pick episode, there's just going to be a bunch of interesting possibilities for, uh, uh, threads to pull on. Right. Interesting. You know, maybe oh, that's, that's funny. maybe that's just where it starts. You said threads to pull on. Yeah. It's like a little, um, very nice little segue into my first pick. Ooh. All right. Let's jump into it. What's your first pick? We are knitters. Hmm. Get it. Thread to pull on. I'm with you. Okay. We Are Knitters. What's that? We Are Knitters is a a website. Um, 
uh, but I'll let everyone guess the URL um, and we'll link to it in the show notes, but it's, you know, we are knitters.com. Anyway, uh, um, they sell um, cool little knitting kits or not even little, but cool knitting kits where they have a very um, unique uh, wool yarn. That's like kind of a bigger, thicker, chunky, soft, very mm. soft wool yarn. Um, I think they have other things in wool, but the stuff that I've particularly drool over. And then they sell it as a kit. So you get the yarn, the pattern, and the knitting needles all in this really kind of fun, um, very, very nicely designed kit. Okay. And so you're making a specific product. So you can say, oh, I want to make that scarf or that sweater um, or that hat. And they have everything kind of set up by knitting level, right? So you can say easy intermediate beginner you know all those kinds of levels and so you can kind of select your level pick what you want and they have detailed step-by-step instructions and and they get very rave reviews now i've not done any of their knitting kits um but they get rave reviews so uh, that's my art pick that's really interesting because you could use that as a gift for a knitter yeah or like inviting someone to the hobby of knitting right or because are those kits complete enough where you could just give it to someone and oh, absolutely. they could just start. Yeah. Everything's all self-contained. Yep. And the packaging uh, is really cool. So it would be like a really cute, nice gift. Yeah. I mean, and technically you could actually get that and then just make it yeah. as well and then give the thing you made. Right. Like, hey, I knit this hat for you. All right. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so flexible. It is flexible. It's cool. It's, it's a neat, and they have a neat website and they have, they have an awesome Instagram. So you can see like a lot of really cool stuff. Ah, nice. Yeah. I have to link to all those things. So are we saying that we're going art, science, art, science back and forth? Or what do you think? Well, I don't know. You just kind of gave me that really nice segue with the pulling on thread. So nice. I jumped in right there. All right. Well, um, I'm going to then do, then do a callback to your challenge about somehow jamming out a song. I'm going to say I have an art pick that's a, that's a kid art pick. Right? Nice. So... There is a um, a baritone ukulele we've had oh, yes. that I, I think is a really reliable, joyful, um, handy little thing to have around. And this is uh, and it's great for kids of all ages, right? But it's a it's a it's a simple diamond head. Um, I do not know the wood it's made of, but it's very lightweight. Has a decent tone. Um, pretty, nylon strings. Um, and it's pretty sturdy. Um, right, I mean, ours get roughhoused a little bit. Yeah, they do. Yes, they they do. And and so this is, um, and I say baritone ukulele because it has this, um, it has the same tuning as a six string guitar. Ah. But just missing the bottom two strings. Oh, sure, sure. So it has this sort of uh, a learning reinforcement thing going on mm-hmm. where if if you 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 care to pursue a guitar either before, during, or after, it's not something that you're, you're having to wrap your head around that, that much. I mean, it's, it's very familiar where the relationship of the tuning of the strings, it's just the top four strings. And, um, and that, that's handy where we're, yeah, like, and it's such a nice size chord patterns and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's small. It's a nice size for the kids to practice. Exactly. And, a lot of fun to have around. 
I love it. That's a great pick. There you go. Yeah, baritone ukulele. Ukulele. As opposed to the soprano, which is probably the ukulele you're more familiar people seeing carrying around. Because this, this is slightly bigger than that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it has a, a lot different tuning, like the more more familiar one as far as guitar is concerned. But yeah, there you go. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have another pick? I do. I do have another. I have another one for us. I like that. I like the um, ukulele one though, because that's been such a huge hit at our house, kind of for all ages. I mean, we play with them. The kids play with them. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a couple of books. I think um, the books are a little complicated for the kids, but yeah, um, we haven't found that great supplemental ma- learning material material yet. Yeah, for them to do more than just play around. Yeah. And it's like that, that initial curiosity and the, like making noise is rewarding, but then building off of that with like, well, now how do I intentionally make a given noise? Right. Is, um, yeah, that's more work. Doesn't stop them from just playing and singing along though. Not at all. It's the best. Yep. All right. Um, so I have a science pick, um, that I want to talk about. And that is a game that we have that we play. Um, called Gravity Maze. Mm. And Gravity Maze is a, it's a very fun game. And I guess it's kind of engineering. What, what category would you put it in? Um, let's see. I imagine it's a 3D puzzle. So it involves similar um, like engineering habits as far as uh, testing and debugging and, and finding. Um, yeah. Finding your way through progressively solving something. Yeah. So the the long and the short of the of this, the game Gravity Maze is you have these um, plastic. Um, I'm going to call them tubes. They're square, but I'm going to call them plastic columns. You have these plastic columns, and you have this very heavy silver marble, mm-hmm. um, metal ball bearing. Ball bearing. There you yep. go. Um, but it's like the size of a marble. Yep. But it's a silver ball bearing kind of a thing. And you pull a card and the cards of course are sorted beginner, you know, by different level, beginner, intermediate expert kind of a thing. And you Mm -hmm. pull a card and it tells you, um, where to position a column to start, where to position the column to end. And then it just tells you which columns you need to, to take from the, the box. So, then you have to figure out how all those additional columns, how they all fit together to make the marble basically run from the beginning point to the ending point. And it's really cool. And it's, but it takes a lot of thought um, and a lot of trial and error. And the marble can kind of go down one level, then back to the first column, then over to the second column sometimes. And so mm-hmm. you got to be figuring out exactly where the marble is going to go in each one. Yeah. There's a couple of rules as far as, um, you know, the rules aren't necessarily that like artificial constraints for it. And that's what I like where, when they say like, you want the mar- the, the ball bearing to not drop more than one level per step. Right. Right. Which you could kind of cheat your way through or, you know, alternatively solve. However, you look at right. that. Uh, different We've tried it a puzzles. couple of times. Yeah. And you can kind of get it to work, but it's, it's a little bit of trying to just set you on a path of having more fun and not having the game feel broken. Yeah. Right. Where, cause if you have it fall too many levels in a step, 
it's it's more wild and, you, and it's you, yeah it's unreliable you know, yeah but anyway it's a fun game and we spend time it's it's an interesting game because it's not like um it's not like a oh you go three rounds and you win or I beat, you know what I mean? There isn't like a winner and a loser. Oh, yeah. We just I mean, take turns yeah. kind of going through the game. It's something you do independent. So mm-hmm. it's, um, I mean, it's, it's sometimes we do it together, like teamwork, right? Where it's like, we'll work on a puzzle together. It, exactly. It's, it's a problem solving game yeah. that you could solve solo and take turns or help one another. Yeah, work together. It's totally flexible. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Gravity yeah. Maze. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So I'm thinking, um, all right, a science pick for a kid. I'm just going to go with the Raspberry Pi. We've talked about it that's a bunch your, of times. Yes. And it is so awesome. A and general flexible. purpose computer, so inexpensive um, that it can do so many things that like, it can be, and, and it's not like you use it for a given purpose and now it is cemented into that purpose no. only. yeah. Flexible. Just literally decide a new project or idea and maybe even, you know, have many project or ideas. And then, so, okay, Raspberry Pi is this general purpose computer. It's it's roughly the size of like a, um, like a tin of, um, Oh, what's that? Altoid. Altoids. There you go. Deck of playing cards. Exactly. It's roughly that size. And yet it's essentially, it's not as powerful as your laptop computer. It's not as powerful as a desktop, but like it's pretty darn powerful. Can do a lot. Yeah. I mean, you can, it's, you install sort of this, um, the default common operating system to use is called Raspbian, right? which is a pun on, it's a very Linuxy thing because it's a pun on a Linux uh, co- flavor called uh, Debian and also Raspberry. Anyway, <laughs> names are funny in open source. So um, you've got that operating system, which is so generally useful. Like you could use it as, hey, I'm not that demanding of a of a computer user. I just need to check my email and, and look up sure, some stuff. Sure, you could totally use Raspberry Pi. It could Pi. be your computer. Yeah. Anyway, but like for a kid, like that's so powerful because there are, there's a variety of games. There's a ton of uh, learning activities all built into it. There is the whole Sonic Pi, exploring sound and whatnot. Yeah. So powerful, so fun. Uh, Scratch, the coding environment. So if you want to just give something. Does Scratch come in the OS? Yeah, it comes in the OS. And it's no longer like Scratch 1 point whatever. It's Scratch 2.0. So the things that you look up on mit.scratch.edu, I think, and scratch.mit.edu, whatever, we'll that, roughly that URL, um, you, there's a whole portal, so many programs, interesting ideas and stuff. They all now do run on your Raspberry, um, Pi. Raspberry Pi. They used to not, right? It used to be like, oh, oh hey, this ver- this is that's a that's you know, you're on this version, they're on that version. That's not no a problem more. anymore. Nice. So awesome. And uh, just like a variety of, of possible doors to explore for um, for learning about computers that at a very affordable price. Um, Raspberry Pi comes with, you know, not much. You, you need the, the Raspberry Pi plus uh, a, pow- a, a power source to plug it in, plus a, um, and a, a micro SD card for the operating system. Yeah. 
and plus a mouse and keyboard. And then you probably want to be able to plug it into a monitor. Yeah, some sort. But it's got an HDMI output, so you can plug it into, you know, probably any TV in your house. So anyway, very approachable, awesome thing. Super nice. Anyway, Raspberry Pi. I like Pi. it. Raspberry Pi, that's a great pick. Um, so I'm going to go to my kid's science pick from there, mm. from your science pick to my science pick. Um, and I have two because I'm cheating tonight. I think we've set, an, a, set a precedent where yeah. I don't think there's really such a thing as cheating because picks are enthusiasm. Right? Well, and I have a lot of enthusiasm. And again, these are more, um, they're not as much science as are, I think, a little bit more engineering. Um, and the first one, so I was thinking about Gravity Maze, right? The game Gravity Maze and how mm. much we love that. So my science kid pick is any marble run. Any marble run you can find. Oh. Love a good marble run. Those are endless, endless, super duper fun. Yeah, and we have a lot of fun. We've got a couple, we've got a set and, you know, you set it up different each time and... Sometimes they were racing them. Sometimes we're just seeing, you know, where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we tend to build them, they're fairly unreliable because we're jumping, you know, things halfway across the room. <laughs> we have this crazy, like, there's a jump that we have, like, in one yeah. of our marble run pieces. It's like this jump. And so you were like, well, let's just set this here and set the, you know, build the next pieces over here. And then we're constantly testing it and moving the other half of the marble run to see where where it needs to be to pick up the the marble that's going off the jump Mm. so marble run was was one of my um one of my other picks i just think and i think it's it's also very good for a very wide range of ages um you know we've had to be careful not leaving the marbles out when our kids were really little you know when they were right it was an activity but then yeah put the marbles away away yeah, the marbles, the, but, you know, when we had, you know, two-year-olds and that kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, even kids, you know, 8 to 12 are going to still enjoy putting together a marble run and and yeah. working that through. So, and even, you know, we like the marble runs. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really <laughs> an all-age thing. Um, the other one that I had is um, um, the... Um, Take apart uh, vehicles. So we have a oh. Jeep and we have an airplane yeah. that are take apart vehicles. And it comes with, um, looks like a little plastic kid drill with a yep. couple different screws. Cordless screw- drill. Cordless drill with some screwdriver attachments on it. And then you take, you know, big plastic screws out of the Jeep and take the whole thing apart and then put it back together. Same thing with the airplane. You just take mm-hmm. it all apart, put it back together. Yeah. And that, I think I like that toy. That's a lot of fun. We've spent a lot of hours with that. That's really good. That's like one of the, one of the first things our oldest saved up for. Yeah. She saved up and bought that with her own money. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a big. And, and then it's, it's been really popular with our youngest as well. Oh, Absolutely. And it's and by cordless drill. We're not saying like this is something that can like take a um, a lug nut off your vehicle. It's like no, it can barely unscrew the toy. It does the <laughs> job for that toy, and it's like big and seems very friendly and kid safe. Easy for yeah. them to use. Yep. Um, but I also think you know it teaches good sequencing, and you got to put the pieces together in the right order. 
mm-hmm. um, problem solving. There's a lot of, you know, it's interesting and fascinating to watch the kids problem solve when they're um, kind of working with it and putting it together and taking it apart. And why isn't this working? And why and is like, that hey, why is this one left? I have yeah. an extra piece. Yeah. That's been one. That airplane man, that happens almost every time with the airplane. Yeah. It's like, what's this thing? And, and yeah, then there, there goes some problem solving. Yeah. So those were my, those were my Uh, science slash engineering picks for kids. Where are you going next? What's on your list? Well, I suppose I've got a, I've got a couple of, um, adult picks left and, uh, I'm going to say the, uh, my, my adult art pick is, is something that I just learned about a couple of days ago. Oh, I'm excited. And it's, uh. It's kind of funny because it's it, it it in and of itself isn't that expensive, but if you consider the whole the whole picture, it's it, it can get kind of spendy because um, it's Clip Studio Paint for iPad. What? Yeah. So, have I mentioned this to you yet? You've mentioned to me that Clip Studio Paint is not available on iPad, but clearly. So, in the last few days, it's come upon my radar that it is available. I got, I, I downloaded it, got it set up. Wow. And it's so interesting. So as someone who, as my, my day job, I design apps for, you know, I, I do web app design yeah. or whatever, but like you, you design something for tablet or for, mo- for a mobile device or whatever. It typically has a different language that, from something that's on a desktop, whatever. Yeah. The Clip Studio Paint is the same application what running on your iPad they just the, the whole desktop all the functionality yeah. is there and and it's it's stunning clip studio paint is this thing that is a um, it's more or less like if photoshop something that managed like pixels and stuff and also something like adobe illustrator something that manages like vector art and shapes were merged together all about solving how can you make like probably comics as the the sort of top priority. Sure. But then can you produce other art with it? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. That's great. I am stunned and and I'm enjoying it because it's, it's, it hasn't been compromised. It works fantastic. I mean, I bought a surface, uh, pro three, Mm-hmm. For that application, pretty much only because right. essentially there there hasn't been a real um, sort of touch screen pen input uh, Mac. Okay, Apple so product. you said you said that. So, oh, I see what you mean by but, it's not that expensive. So if you buy the software, it's but not it's, that expensive. yeah, it depends on the ecosystem of things. But like, if you so don't you need to have, have an, an iPad, iPad. Um, and with um, an Apple Pencil. Oh right? yeah, there you go, ching to ching. Yeah, exactly, and then you can run this application. And anyway, so if you if you care about any of those things, you should pull on this thread and give it a try because especially right now, it is free for six months. For six months, the mixed bag is that then it's nine bucks a month. So I'm not I am not excited about that. But if interesting, they're doing it as a subscription issue. I know that's interesting. As an aside, because I develop software and design software, what have you. So this is a reality that has been a long time coming. Yeah. Because software doesn't exist in a bubble, 
platforms keep changing. The software has to change. People have to be hired to change the software to keep up with the platforms. There isn't really a concept of a stable purchase, trade, I own an object. This could exist for a long time, right? That doesn't exist anymore. The, the, sure. the ecosystem is too unstable, right? Overall. And sometimes some solutions take too much advantage of that and others need more need more help because guess what you probably have software things that you use that are abandoned and you wish they were updated oh yeah, yeah. that means that whoever was creating it they ran out of funding right so yeah. so anyway so i get the i get the or puzzle. moved on to another tool or whatever sometimes it is like oh, i'm only excited about problems until i solve them and then i move on <laughs> i get that but a lot of times it's about being viable as a business and so subscription is something that's actually pretty healthy for real software yep. in this day and age. No, I think that that makes sense the way you've described it. But is it easy to accept? No. Is it is it a puzzle? Does nine bucks seem fair? I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm 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 a bit ambivalent about that. But then overall, it is amazing, and I wanted to pick it. Yay! And six months free. Yeah, that's fantastic. So. You have time to, to decide. To decide to use it and explore it. That's a great one. Um, the last pick that I have for our wonderful art and science community tonight is um, an art pick for children again, back to the kiddos. Um, and this is the Usborne series of books. So Usborne oh. books, and they have tons of books. They have storybooks. They have all sorts of things. But they also have... Um, more creative books. And so there's three in particular that I highly recommend. And one is um, step-by-step drawing. So again, it's going to show step-by-step drawing of, of some you know simple objects to some more complex objects, how to draw a cat, how to draw a dolphin, how to draw a rocket ship, mm. um, those kinds of things with step-by-step instructions and plenty of space in the book to actually, you know, practice and draw and sketch. Um, the Usborne books that I particularly like are their um, coloring books or workbooks. Oh, okay. So those are really the ones I'm recommending. Um, the other one is the Doodle Book. Doodle Book. Doodle Book. Doodle Book. Okay. For doing doodles. So in many cases in the Doodle Book, um, they've started some drawings. So they might have like the outline of a cat. And then like on the bottom of the page, it'll say, this cat needs a hat and tie. And then you're supposed to, you know, color in and, and create a hat and tie for the for the cat, um, or there are just some prompts of different things to to draw. And then the final one that I don't own but hope to um, to pick up is the Write Your Own Storybook. And so this book has um, through the first. Um, the first half of the book is just is a bunch of exercises and and kind of coaching and teaching on how to write, um, write your own stories, and then the second half of the book are a bunch of writing prompts with space to write. Um, I was just looking up one to make sure I referred to everything correctly from a title standpoint, uh-huh. but like there's a there's a uh, a doodle book that we we have that is that's a really that's a pretty cool one called. Star Wars Doodles. Oh yeah, by that is Zach Giolongo. 
That's an awesome book, Star Wars Doodles. And it's so many fun prompts, right? Because you can think like, oh, if there's a blank page and you think, oh, I should draw a thing I enjoy and love. And and then that's a little more daunting. But then if you have a little bit of a line here and there and then say, say like, you know, draw the the boot of this stormtrooper or whatever that and with some other silly twist. Right. I, I'm, I, I'm not recalling exactly the kind of prompts that are in that book, but like a lot of fun things that are super approachable. Nice. And, yeah, yeah, that's a good add on. That's a good add on. I love that. That's a great book. We do have that one. We have a lot of fun with that. So I actually have another pick. Awesome. One more pick. Um, so for me, it's it's honestly the whole family kind of pick, but. I, I put it under my... You picked the my, whole family? Adult, adult pick. I picked families. My pick <laughs> is the Family Values Tour from like 1998. No. <laughs> uh, no. It's, um, it's, let's see. It's a, it's a Make Magazine subscription. Oh, that's a great one. And... Which, by the way, we have to renew ours. I have the thing sitting upstairs. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So that, that is a... It's a fantastic... It's a... It's a... Very fun magazine for the whole family. Useful, um, inspiring ideas as far as um, you know making things and, and like what's what's currently going on with the materials with which you could make other stuff. Right. If you're working to get set up or find like a thing to rent or whatever, it's it's like some interesting signal and fun um, stuff to chew on. And it's I mean it's like an every other month kind of subscription. So it's not like overwhelming. Yeah, it's like six issues a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's such a great magazine and you're right. And it's fun for all of us to kind of page through and, and look mm-hmm. at the, the images and the photos and, and read the articles. and. It's, yeah. And if you're, it's a little bit of a, what kind of thing are you trying to tempt yourself with? Like investing in next? Oh because yeah. Of course. Now I'm, you know, thinking like, oh, I kind of want a 3D printer and make magazine keeps <laughs> publishing 3D printer guides. And, you know, I'm not quite it ready to It is a magazine that yet. has, you know, in-app purchases. It kind of does. <laughs> kind of does. I don't know if it profits them, but like they, it's uh, <laughs> a lot of, lot of, lot of fun possibilities. Yeah, makes you, yeah. makes you really think about what, what are all the fun and cool kind of things we could get but into? Realistically, once you have a couple of these pieces lying around, like uh, you've got a Raspberry Pi, or you've got an Arduino. Um, makey, makey. A makey, makey. Uh, then, then all of a sudden, that you'll find projects where you don't need to do a lot of investment. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a fun, very fun magazine. Worth, uh, worth Great subscribing hobbies. to. Yeah. And that, that was my last pick. That's fantastic. Well, that wraps us up for today. Thanks for listening and for being a part of the Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, where the heck are we online? That's a really great question. Uh, my understanding is that we are art and science punks on Instagram, but on Twitter, there's no and. We are just art science punks. Very good. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm where you can also sign up for our newsletter. Head on over to Fireside and sign up for that newsletter. We are also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we'd appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. Keep building, making, and sharing. (laughs) 
do your pick. And I was literally about to say my first pick. And you're like, hey, wait a minute. Why don't you tell everybody why you do this? Uh, I love it. You're a turkey. I am a turkey. You are a turkey. <laughs>